Welcome to this week's episode of Latchkey Movies, the podcast where we take a critical look at the movies your kids are watching without your supervision. Today, we won't be talking about a movie specifically. We're just going to be talking about Disney, and we've titled this episode Disney What the Fuck, because it's kind of like a varied episode. We know we have experience in this because we actually recorded it once previously. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. Yeah. With our mics muted in the system so that was that was very helpful for an hour yeah an hour a whole but, hour it's fine but, but in the end it works out because there's a lot more to talk about disney this week than there was two weeks ago ironically right yes. right yes there yes. is all right so this episode is going to be a little unusual for us we're recording and releasing in a much tighter timeline than we normally do um it is currently march it's the ides of march 15th it's march 15th it's the ides of march yeah. well of course it is of course it is i mean why wouldn't it be yeah yeah so this episode will release on March March 30th. So generally, we'll all still be stuck at home because I'm sure I'm sure schools are still closed at this point. Mm-hmm. I know my son's school will still be closed at this point. Who knows what the world will be in 2 weeks time if you're listening to us in a bunker in the <laughs> middle of the desert because <laughs> humanity has abandoned all cities and it's a Mad Max post-apocalyptic wasteland out there. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, no kidding. I didn't <laughs> know we had that many fans. Like, Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> but seriously, we're going to talk about Disney today. And obviously this wasn't originally on our show notes outline. But let's start off with the most obvious thing to start off with. Right now, Disney has closed all of its parks worldwide as of tonight, tonight Sunday. Um, the last parks to close will be the Walt Disney World <coughs> parks, and they will not be opening tomorrow morning. Um, this is unprecedented for Disney. They have never closed all of their parks worldwide at the same time. They generally don't close their parks more than a day at a time. Um, we're talking like hurricanes, even only partial day closures. Um, at least as far, like the information I have is just for the two parks in, or the two resorts in the United States, because I could go into more, but it would be way more in depth than we wanted to get in this, this episode, right? Because we're not just talking about Disney parks today. So... When I talk about the parks in the in North America, I mean Walt Disney World, which is in Florida, and Disneyland, which is in California. And then each of those resorts has parks within it, okay? Okay. So Walt Disney World has Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom. That's in Florida. Disneyland in California has Disneyland and California Adventure. So the previous full day shutdowns for these two parks or these two resorts were 9-11 and the National Day of Mourning for JFK were the previous non-weather related full shutdowns for those parks. So what you're saying then is that Disney never fucking closes. Disney doesn't close. And even when it is a weather-related event, Disney kind of like only closes in extreme circumstances. Um, okay. Generally not full park closures. Like they'll wait it out until like, you know, with a hurricane, you, you know right. when landfall is going to be, right? Mm-hmm. So they'll like wait it out. Um and I think a lot of that just has to do with these parks are so massive, especially when you think of Walt Disney World. So Disneyland, although people do travel to Disneyland, Disneyland's um, percentage of uh, attendance by people who live in the state of California is like nowhere near comparable to what happens at Disney World. Disney World is majority 
people traveling to Florida. Disneyland is majority people who live in California. It's much more of a local park. So with Walt Disney World, you have so many people essentially living on the resort at any time because of the hotels and all of that, that it's a lot harder to like just close. Uh Right. Because you have so many other things that you, there's so much more to it that is all relying on (coughs) the parks and the resort. Um, There, it's disputed that Disneyland didn't close for the Northridge earthquake in 92. A lot of people claim they did close, but recently there's been um, a website, I will, I'm going to link to this, that has dug into it a little bit more, uh-huh. and the park was actually open, and what happened was all the rides were just, de- like, they delay opened lot rides, and then, like, Waterfall opened them as each was cleared as For safe. Safety. Yeah. So, I mean... <coughs> Just to give you an idea of how unprecedented that is for all these Disney parks to close. If and not an just earthquake won't shut your right. shit down. I mean, Disney is notorious for things like construction doesn't close the parks. Like if you were so for example, the Epcot park in Walt Disney World right now is like in it's under like a huge refurbishment plan for the next multi years. And the park is still fully functioning and operational. You just walk in and there's construction walls everywhere. Because Disney's not going to close that park. It's still making them money. Mm -hmm. Regardless of how much construction is going on in the park at the moment. Um, So it's not just unprecedented that Disney is closed. It's unprecedented that it's closed for an extensive period of time. We're talking weeks, right? Yeah, we, and we don't... And they I'm say sure no end date. of March, but Do they? what's really going to happen? Yeah, I believe that the official date was end of March, at least for the American parks. Again, okay. international parks may funnel differently just because of the way we all know now. The virus is just, like, going Moving. through the world, mm-hmm. right? So parks in um, Hong Kong and uh, Shanghai... And Tokyo, I think they've been closed since like January dates. So like, <clears throat> obviously they may reopen earlier, mm-hmm. given just how the the way this situation's playing out. Do you have any questions? <laughs> so, <clears throat> all right. So that's that's the parks. What what are they What are they doing with the employees? Okay. So the employees are essentially, I guess, being paid. Um, they they seem to be taking this time to work on some of that construction that we previously talked about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm sure that there's things that Disney can be doing at the parks that are within, like, the whole guidelines on social distancing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like any any workplace, it's being, you know adjusted and it's all still in progress right Mm -hmm. they did however cancel the entire college program for the year um now i don't have numbers but the disney college program staffs a significant amount of the parks so concessions it's Uh concessions it's um people who are characters it's everything every aspect of the park there's people in like marketing and stuff that are in the college program so what's the disney college program what what is the disney college Program? it's basically an internship that you can do while you're in college you take like a semester off and you go work for disney and they pay those people too they do it is paid um it is a paid internship paid how amazing I didn't say it paid well. No, but it's still paid. <laughs> as far as that goes, that's what is happening in the U.S. Um, there are areas, like, directly outside of the parks. So in California, it's kind of like a, an entranceway into the parks. In 
Florida, it's more of like a removed section of the resort, but mm-hmm. they have, they're called, um, they were called Downtown Disney. And I'm just going to call it that for now because at one point they both had that name, but they've differentiated them now and like Florida has a new name, but California doesn't. But either way, I'm talking about the Downtown Disney portions of the resorts. They're like retail space um, mm-hmm. and restaurant space and entertainment space. And it's it's like uh, theaters, like movie theaters um, and restaurants, and non Disney operated. Um, so like Disney oversees it. It's essentially like an outdoor mall. Okay. On Disney property, um, those have remained open with like constricted uh, hours, like a lot of the other um, not Disney, like real world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the same kind of stuff in the real world. You know. Um. But as of right now, as of today, those are still open. Come. Because you still have people in the hotels. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the timeline is for the hotels closing. Um, I'm not sure if they've stopped letting people check in. I don't really know because the parks aren't open. So I would assume then that they've probably stopped letting people check in except You know, that's dicey, too, because we're talking, especially in Disney World's case, about international travelers. How many people have come and... Right. And I have to imagine that's probably why they haven't had, like, a hard closure. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Okie dokie. And uh, you know what? In two weeks, this will all probably be different. Yeah, by the time this episode airs, it's going to be... A whole new world. A whole new world. So, don't sing. No, 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 I won't. Don't worry. I know you. You thought about it, though. You did. You heard her (laughs) in your head, the sweet, dulcet aerial notes, (laughs) and went, should I sing that? No, no, you should not. So let's move on to the more lightweight what-the-fuckery. What do you think? I'm here for the lightweight what the fuckery. (laughs) First, um, I want to talk about, this is just general what the fuckery, Disney. I want to talk about Song of the South. If we have to. We will. (laughs) The reason I want to talk about it is because we all know there's a problem with it, right? Uh, Yeah, it's racist as fuck. Yeah. So it is a movie that Disney has basically like stricken from the record it essentially doesn't exist as far as disney is concerned um you can't get it anywhere you can't get it on dvd you can't get it on blu-ray officially i mean i'm sure there are bootlegs around Mm -hmm. it'll never be on streaming it's just gone disney likes to pretend it doesn't exist it is the movie that zippity doodah comes from okay the song right the song yes so disney still uses the zippity doodah song um it is like uh the reason it's problematic is because it deals with like slave slavery and like a really like insensitive way there's like a black character who's telling stories to like a little boy and it's just like it's just not okay (laughs) it's based on a series of books though um they're uh gosh i can't i don't have them anymore i had it on here i swear we'll just forget that it's based on like a a historical series of books um if you really want to get into it there are plenty of places that get into uh like all things disney yes there is somebody there's somebody geeking on it right so the reason i want to talk about it is because as we've said (laughs) disney has basically made this thing disappear right Uh except in its parks in disneyland and disney world it has a ride called splash mountain and splash mountain is one of the stories that is told in song of the south about brer rabbit it so when i first started researching this i'm like oh okay well maybe that was one of those rides that existed like back in when the park do- park opened in like right. 1960 or whatever it was put into the park in like the 60s or whatever okay i can understand that it's a log flume essentially right like so it's not like and it super- always felt old like to yeah. me 
30 years ago, it felt old. Yeah, so. yeah. So I figured, well, it's a log flume. It's been around forever. That's why it's Song of the South. Like, okay, I, I get it. And and then it became, like, iconic Disney, and now they keep it there, right? No, it didn't open until 1989. Disney. What? What, Disney? 1989 is when they opened Splash Mountain. And that just blows my mind. I'm sure I'm not the only one out there who is like, what? No. So, 1989 is, in fact, the year that I was at Disneyland. Yeah. So, I must have ridden this when it was brand new. Yeah. And yet, it looked and felt very old. (laughs) So, the even funnier thing about it is, the movie was originally supposed to be called Zippity-Dee River Run. Uh-huh. But Michael Eisner wanted to promote the movie Splash. You know, the movie with Tom Hanks and the Mermaid? Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. <laughs> so they named it Splash Mountain. Now, there were supposed to be more tie-ins here, but, like, the rest of the Disney board was like, uh, yeah, no, Michael Eisner, that is, like, a dumb idea. We're not doing that. But we'll give you Splash Mountain as the title. Well, Michael <laughs> Eisner had a lot of dumb ideas. Yeah, yeah. You no longer have to deal with his dumb ideas, but... The repercussions are still there, because yeah. Splash Mountain exists. There you go. And it's not going anywhere. Disney's no. not going to take Splash Mountain out of the parks. It's like a beloved ride. Mm-hmm. It's... I'm a just... beloved ride that nobody knows is based off of the movie that Disney lo- no longer claims. I guess, I mean, like... I don't know. Like, I was always aware that that was, like, the theming of the ride. I just never really thought about it. <laughs> no. The ride itself is not necessarily racist. No, I don't. It, it's not. They've it's... removed a lot of, like, any of the parts of the story that were directly racist are not in the ride. And I don't think they ever were in the ride. No, I'm sure not. But it's 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 the why. It, it, it's, it's just it's so weird to me in 1989 why did they why 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 there are so many of these things that we have found in the last year doing this show of, and, and they're specific to disney like not just that anyone else has disney. the money right yeah but, so moving on the other thing I want to talk about is the characters that appear in the parks because there's a whole lot of what the fuckery there too. Um, I'm going to start off with the fact that Disney, at least Walt Disney World, so we're talking Florida, the entire mm-hmm. resort of Florida, employs 70,000 employees for the parks. I could not find a breakdown of where those employees are working in the park so i couldn't find like this many are in entertainment this many are in concessions this many are in our janitorial these are the people that are in retail like i can't find that information um but if we're going to talk about the characters that appear in the parks we need to start with the the fact that they have different um titles Mm -hmm. so you're going to have people who appear not in masks so princes princesses um and then some oddball other characters Mm -hmm. those are called face characters because we see their faces we see their face yep and then people who appear in masked costumes so mickey Minnie, goofy Mm -hmm. any animal character those are called fur characters and that's important because there's different funny things that happen with each of those Um, If you work as a face character or a fur character, you're not allowed to say that you are Winnie the Pooh. You have to say, I'm a friend of Winnie the Pooh. So if you ever encounter somebody who works at Disney and they say that they're a friend of a character, that means that they actually play the character. Got it. And so I guess Disney is, like, really, really strict with, like, social media and stuff that you can't post a picture of yourself as your work character and say that it's you. You have to say something like, oh, I was at the park hanging out with so-and-so today or whatever. And Disney will, yeah. But why? Because it ruins the magic. Okay, Disney. Okay. (laughs) Because that's not Susie Smith. Right. That's Belle. Right. Right? Okay. 
So no, then, it's still not Belle. She's a friend of Belle's. Well, no, I, but like when she's dressed as Belle, she's Belle. She's Belle. She is oh, Belle. Okay, okay, okay. But when right? she's, she's not, not Susie Smith. She's Belle. Yeah. Got it. So that leads me to if you ever meet with a character um, at Disney at like a meet and greet or like a, a character dining experience. Um, and you engage with them and you talk to them, they will not break character. So that's fun. It doesn't happen. (laughs) They will, so like if you ask them something like, oh, um, what'd you think about this new movie? Uh, Like, what'd you think of, I don't know, what's a new movie? (laughs) Not Disney. I don't know. There aren't any new movies. No, no, that's true. What's what a big zeitgeisty movie from the last six months? Um, I assume there was one. I don't know. <laughs> I watch kids' movies. I know, I know, me. right? <laughs> All right, so if you said, hey, did you watch West Wing <laughs> the other day? I hope you wouldn't say that. Let's start. Let's get a different example. <laughs> what did you think of the Game of Thrones ending? They would have to say, like, I'm not sure what you're talking about. I live in Germany, (laughs) or, like, whatever, you know? Or, like, I'm not sure what you're talking about. The other day I baked a really delicious apple pie. Mmm, interesting. So, we're in character all the time. All the time. Okay. Well, then, yeah, they would not be able to answer those kinds of questions. No. No. So, at the parks, you're going to encounter, like, the... Your common grouping of characters so the most common fur characters that you're going to come across are what's called the fab five the fab five are mickey minnie donald daisy and goofy okay okay then as far as face characters your big ones are going to be the princesses Mm -hmm. um you'll see mary poppins alice um wendy darling peter pan um, those are the, the common ones that you're going to come across. Those are the ones that are having scheduled meet and greets. Um, they appear at character dining events, which, so there's restaurants on the Disney property where you can go and eat and uh-huh. characters will come around to your table while you're eating for like pictures and stuff. And that's called character dining. Um, Outside of that, you may see other characters. Generally, it's going to be um, characters that are currently being promoted for a movie or a recently, like, popular movie or, um, like, Winnie the Pooh. You know, very, Uh very popular Disney characters. But Disney does a lot of really weird things with, like, the other characters it brings out. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Come on. Generally, if a character appeared in a Disney movie as, like, a main character, Mm -hmm. Disney appears to have created, like, the costumes for them. They do generally promote the characters in the parks at some point in, like, the promotion of the movie. A lot of the time, those characters then disappear never to be heard from again. They don't appear back in the parks. But sometimes Disney will bring them out because people love rare characters. <laughs> and a big thing that Disney started to do is these special events. Um, they're an additional ticket event where you have to pay. It's not just the park pass that you had for the day. Or if you're like a pass holder, like a season pass holder, mm-hmm. it's still an additional cost for you to attend them they're generally in the evenings after the park closes um and on those days whichever park it's being held in will close early so the two most popular ones um are mickey's not so scary halloween party and mickey's very merry christmas party both of those events take place at disney world and disneyland okay and they start uh halloween starts like end of September or maybe even end of August and goes through beginning of November. Christmas starts up right after. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically for the whole of fall and winter or fall and holiday season there is like a special ticketed event happening multiple nights a week in the Disney parks. Um, 
So the exclusive characters that you would see at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, the big ones, mm-hmm. are Jack Skellington from A Nightmare Before Christmas mm-hmm. and Sally Stitch. I think that's her name. Um, the other big ones that you'll see are Stitch from Lilo and Stitch, but dressed as Elvis, and Mickey Dracula and Minnie Witch. Another big one, and um, this one's always a fun meet because like they're they have a big personality. You'll see the Tremaines, which is Cinderella's step family. Um, oh, okay, okay. So Lady Tremaine, and then uh-huh. the two wicked sisters, sisters. Drusilla, and I can't think of the other one. Um, so for a lot of people, the appeal to this event is. <laughs> the chance to meet and get pictures taken with these characters. So, the lines for these character meets will get ridiculously long. Like, the Jack Skellington re- line is always ridiculous. If you wanted to meet Jack Skellington and you had a ticket to one of these events, that should technically be your priority. And you may spend multiple hours in that line to meet him. And you have to remember that these ticketed events start after park close. So, I believe they let you into the park at, like, 4 at Disney World. Mm-hmm. And it goes until, like, midnight, maybe. So, you're so there. You s- Spending a hundred and fifty bucks to stand in line and meet Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington. And the Jack Skellington character at the meet and greets, in my opinion, is terrifying. (laughs) He so pick. I mean, like, picture what Jack Skellington looks like in a Nightmare Before Christmas, which is you know a skeleton. So right, and try to like figure out how you would person like how you would if it was if you were tasked with this how you would make that a costume for a real life person so have you seen the broadway production of the lion king no i have never seen it so they do use like puppets very Mm -hmm. large oversight for like the animals and right and they dress the human puppet dancer i guess Mm -hmm. is argue i mean because they're not fully articulated so they're like half puppets and half body and then they're the costume is appropriate and but there's puppets yeah so that would be a great way to do it in theory and practice i don't know how it would work because they're like interacting with like people um but that's not what they did of course it's it's not it's essentially it looks a little bit like slender man Okay, that's um, not scary at all. The the mask, so I think I would have done like a big cartoonish mask, like a head, a full head thing, right? Right. On like a black suited body. Sure. What they have, it's like a three quarters face mask. It like leaves the mouth open, like the mouth from like your okay. nose down. That's the, ma- the mask goes from the nose up and it like extends the head. If you, I, we'll have to post a picture. You have to look it up. It's terrifying. It it, it is pretty creepy. <laughs> I, I I'm googling it now and it's awful. I hate it. And I thing? like and then people wait in line forever to see it, and it really bothers to me to see this big gigantic scary. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. So there are other things that happen at the Halloween event. Um, there's like a special fireworks show. It's like villain themed. It's actually really cool. Um, I've never attended, but I've had dinner at the Contemporary on a night when that was going on. And if you eat at the Contemporary, you can go out on like the, they have a um, walkway at the top. Mm. And it gets like a really good view of the fireworks. Um, and they pipe in the music right into the contemporary. So that's a really cool fireworks show because it's all villain themed and like Oogie Boogie um, hosts it and mm-hmm. it's great. And then like you can do trick or treating. There'll be spots set up throughout <laughs> for trick or treating and you end up with like a boatload of candy. Um, the parade is really cool. Uh, they have an actual headless horseman like on a real horse and he he opens the parade. It's It's really... That part's all great. Um, Not all the rides are open for the special events. It's like a limited amount of rides. And uh, there's like other like themed things happening while they're there. But for a lot of people, the main draw is the characters. 
The other big thing that you can do at the Halloween one is you're allowed to dress up as an adult to go into the park. It's the only time that Disney allows adults to wear costumes in the park. And that's Which, like a safety measure. Yeah, they're trying to be safe and also protect their brand because they yeah. don't want like a really good costumed Cinderella in the smoking section, right? Right. <laughs> or to like interact with a car- like a, another guest in like a negative way. Well, and given the amount of work that goes into making the characters the character, that makes sense. Right. I don't blame Disney for that. No. I, I absolutely think it should happen that way. I also think that it's safety-wise just standard. Yeah. There's so, not ever been a kidnapping at a Disney park in, uh, as far as I If know. there is, Disney has made it not actually occur in the Disney park. <laughs> There's always been that rumor that nobody dies in Disney because Disney refuses to allow, like, the medical examiner to report somebody dead until, like, they're in the ambulance. So everybody always dies on... On the way Yeah, whatever. The, that's Disney. got, like, a name. I don't know. But that, I guess that's not actually true. Like, there have been reported deaths, like, in Disney. Like, people having heart attacks or whatever. Um, so with the Christmas party, the big uh, costumes are, again, Jack Skellington. Mm-hmm. But this time he's in his Sandy Claus costume. Okay. So he's essentially dressed up as Santa. D- d- does, is with the creepy head still, though? Yeah, yeah, with the still uh, with the creepy course. head. Of course. <laughs> There's also the seven dwarves, and then Mickey and Minnie are in, like, holiday attire. So, like, I don't know. It always it changes a little bit every year, but essentially just imagine what the characters are wearing in White Christmas. Ah, okay. <laughs> At the end of White Christmas. You know, like, a lot of red velvet and fur. um so then at disneyland in addition to those they do like other nights throughout the Uh year um the most recent ones they did were 80s night and sweethearts night at 80s night they had roger rabbit who had obviously been seen in the parks in a while right like how is he's not that relevant and then mickey and minnie are in were in like throwback attire so like essentially jazzercise outfits although i have Um, to say Roger not being relevant kind of hurts my heart a little bit. That is undoubtedly one of my favorite movies. I guess at one point Disney did have, like, plans to have, like, a themed, um, like, Roger Rabbit section of the Uh parks. And um, I'm not entirely sure what the story is behind that. But there's really good podcasts out there that delve into that. Um, kind of stuff there's as with everything like we just mentioned with Disney there's always somebody who has gone far more in depth with it than we ever would Um, a couple of podcasts I like or well one's actually a YouTube channel and one's a podcast that I like for like interesting Disney stuff are defunct land on YouTube and then on a podcast podcast the ride both like cover a lot of like current but also past Disney stuff. I mean, Defunct Land, obviously, more past stuff, because that's kind of their brand. Um, I would definitely suggest looking into either of those if you are really into, like, the weird sides of Disney. Um, or if you just want to get, like, really deep into, like, the minutiae of Disney. Mm-hmm. So, um, the other, <laughs> one of the other Disney After Dark, Disneyland After Dark theme nights with Sweethearts Night. And that was like a big one for characters that you don't see in the parks a lot. So yeah. some of the ones that they had there um, were Hercules and Megara. I never Megara, see her. I think. <laughs> Megara. Which, like, those are, whenever you hear people, like, complaining about characters not appearing in the parks enough, like, Megara is, like, one of the, like, big ones that people really want in the parks. Um, then there was also Mulan and Shan um, from Mulan, uh, which is interesting because, like, they don't really have a whole lot of Mulan in the parks. I don't think she meets at, like, the regular princess meetings and stuff. And, of course, that's all going to change because there's a new movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the, then there's, like, they had the bell they had bell and the prince which is like really not common cuz normally bell meets with the beast right it's like they've just forgot like they just decided not to bother with the human prince in the parks so the fact that he met with her at sweetheart's night is like a big deal and then um milo and kita 
from Atlantis, which another grouping that like people are always like, ah, I really wish they met in the parks, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like who actually um, talks about Atlantis anymore? Well, nobody <laughs> talks uh, Atlantis and the other one that I would say Treasure Planet. I right. mean, both of those are incredibly well animated mm-hmm. films and I'm always sad that they don't get a whole lot Enough of attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really don't. Uh, Disney really just doesn't. There's just none of them in <laughs> anything Disney. And I'll talk about that a little bit in a little while. We're going to talk about some merchandise and I've got some good information about it there. Um, another place that you'll see more oddball characters is in the parades. And I have a theory on that. My theory is that it's easier to throw um, a long hidden costume into a parade because you don't necessarily have to teach that person how to improv as that that character. They're not having interactions with the um, guests. And I think that if, if I had to like think of the reason why Disney keeps a smaller set of common characters in the parks it's just because the training just would be too much to be throwing out like you know Mm -hmm. characters from (laughs) um home on the range (laughs) well and some of them are probably like the princesses have history they have stories they have Mm -hmm. backstories that's not going to be the case for all of these characters in a lot of ways and so it then becomes very difficult as an actor to know and play that person Mm -hmm. because you don't have all of the information as an actor you usually get to take creative license but if Disney obviously is not going to give you creative license, you are to be that character, right. then it makes sense that they would not do that with characters without a huge story. And especially with face characters, uh-huh. I think. Because you get like a, a level of uh, disassociation with the fur characters where they don't speak. So you right. can't interact with them in that way. And you don't necessarily have to have a stable of people who look like a wider range of characters. Because you generally, I, like, the actors generally will not play one character only. They play multiple characters. And it's based on, like, height require- requirements and look and stuff. So, for example, like, Tinkerbell will also play um, Alice from Alice in Wonderland or um, Wendy Darling from Peter Pan. Um, and, like, generally, the princesses are almost all completely interchangeable. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that I found interesting when I was doing some research is all the princesses wear uh, wigs, obviously. I was like, just about to ask. Who has so hair all- like that, right? Right. Except there's an exception for Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Um, an actress playing Pocahontas can be hair approved hmm. to have her natural hair. Hmm. I wonder. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Well. <laughs> And I would argue, is are Pocahontas's interchangeable? Probably not, because they have darker skin. Right. What about I have, Tiana's? I, I don't know. She is not really seen in the parks much these days. Hmm. Um, she's not a popular character right now, right? Mm-hmm. I'm personally kind of okay with the movie being well, slightly dismissed because it's was... problematic. And also Mel Gibson. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're not going to call that one outright racist, not in the same way that Song of the South is, but Pocahontas has some problems. But I do think that she meets um, at, like, the special occasion nights. Like, I'm positive that they were at Sweetheart's Night. I I would bet that they were there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's interesting because then every once in a while, Disney will, like, pull out these weird-ass characters out of nowhere. So, like, I once encountered leaving Animal Kingdom. So, like, right at the entrance to the park as I was leaving, there was a 
it's a fur character, but it's like not furry because it's a human mm-hmm. with it, but it's a mask. So like a giant cartoonish head on like a weird body. Um, it was Governor Ratcliffe from Pocahontas. <laughs> Do you even know what that character looks like? Like, I actually, like, I took a picture of him, and I'm like, I, I think I know who this is, but I have to go and look him up. No. Well, how don't. weird. And what does he have to do with Animal Kingdom? I cannot even begin to yeah. express yeah. any thoughts whatsoever on <laughs> that. So, I, I just don't... I don't know. It's like, do they just like spin a wheel and pick a random character and throw them into the park sometimes? Because that's really what it feels like. There's a new parade in Disneyland that just started like within the last few months. Um, Mm -hmm. And it has actually some interesting things that I really want to talk about before we move on to the next set of things we'll talk about. (laughs) But um, the name of the parade is Magic Happens. And the whole theme of it is magic. Okay. Okay. I'm not like, whatever. That's kind of the theme of disney but (laughs) two noteworthy things on it are that or actually there's three noteworthy things i want to talk about there's a float that features merlin and arthur from the sword and the stone which is really cool like it's them trying to get the and uh arthur's trying to get the um the sword out the sword out of the stone and so like fully charactered like arthur and then i believe merlin is uh a like a masked character um but there's also a Sleeping Beauty in a dress that's both pink and blue. So we addressed that one in yeah. the Sleeping Beauty. The Dis Beauty. nerds were so excited about that oh, one. Oh, I'm sure they were. The blue I'm contingent sure. still wants full blue, but they're happy with, you know, the way things are going. <laughs> then there's also Moana and a really creepy Maui. He's like at first, when I was watching a video of it, I, I thought he was, like, an animatronic. But no, then I noticed it is a guy in, like, a full head, like, muscle suit. It's just really disturbing. I don't know. I'm not... I obviously am more affected by a lot of this stuff than <laughs> normal people, I think. Like, things really bother me that don't bother other people. But, but surely um, they could have hired, I don't know, a big Samoan guy? I no? would like to think that they should have just hired a big Samoan guy. Because <laughs> it's a really creepy costume. It almost looks like, you know those sumo wrestler like games where you like put on the blown up outfit and run oh, yeah. into each other? It almost looks like that. <laughs> I'd rather skip that, thanks. <laughs> so then moving on into another weird area of Disney is the whole fandom around parks only characters. So my experience personally is with Walt Disney World. I've been to Disneyland, but I don't have like the I don't have the experience with Disneyland that I have with Disney World. So I only have park only characters for Disney world listed here if there are some of these for disneyland i'd love to hear about them so if you could please please email us or call us and tell us about them i would love it um because this kind of stuff just like really i think it's so fun um so two of the park's only characters with cult fallings in um disney world are figment have you you've never heard of figment no i've never heard of figment have you ever been to Walt Disney World? No, I've never been okay. to Disney World. Okay. So Figment is a little purple dragon who is a figment of your imagination. Okay. He has little orange horns and wings. Um, he's from the ride Journey into the Imagination, which has been through three different incarnations. Um, oh, it still so exists. Oh, cute! And look he's, at the little shirt! I, like I know, shirt. he's adorable. I love him. And he has like this little helium voice. Um <laughs> So Figment is from the, the ride Journey into the Imagination, which is, like, another thing that's, like, a cult ride. Like, I don't think people who, like, love Figment get excited about riding Journey into the Imagination. Like, I, I bet there's people out there who are like, why does this ride still exist, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not the best ride. Um, and in its current incarnation, it's probably the worst of the three, I would say. Um, I've only ever read the the current version of it unless i read like the original when i wrote the original when i was like a little kid that i have no memory of um but my my husband loves figment and remembers like the old version like very much um on our most recent trip at the end of january uh 
my son decided he also loved figment so we had to ride it and now we have to listen to the song so there's like a song throughout the whole ride so when we got back he wanted to listen to the song but i couldn't find the current song i could only find the old song oh so we listened to the old song and he loves it well at least there's that yeah it's a better song so it's good (laughs) (laughs) but you'll see figment all over the place on merchandise there's stuffed animals there's hats there's mickey ear headbands which are like another culty thing that like is just blowing up all over the place so mickey ear headbands he is the um mascot for epcot's uh festival of the arts which happens i think it just ended um so early the early part of the year and it's like a food and art festival um Epcot generally has, like, food festivals in there. That's, like, the big thing Disney does at Disney World to bring in locals. It's, uh, it's like, a, like the taste of your city. Got it. Okay. So it's essentially that, but <laughs> at Epcot and with a theme. Um, the other big parks-only character at Walt Disney World is Orange Bird. So Orange Bird is a little bird. His head is an orange, and he's adorable. He has, he, like, a little sprig of leaves on his head that are his hair. He and he's just such a cute, cute little orange bird. Like, he's literally just an orange bird. Um, he was created by Disney for the Florida Citrus Commission in 1970. And he's the mascot of the Sunshine Tree Terrace, which is, a like, a, a food counter in Magic Kingdom where you can get a uh, citrus swirl. A citrus swirl is like a, a frozen uh, soft serve ice cream situation. Um, the food at Disney has its own level of <laughs> it's 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 iconic in its own way. And a citrus swirl and a Dole Whip and a Mickey pretzel and a Mickey bar and a turkey leg all have their own level of fandom. <laughs> and I'm not getting into that today. I'm not getting into the food fandom. I'm just talking about characters today, okay? But Orange Bird is associated with the citrus swirl. Okay, so what um, is the citrus swirl, please? Have you ever had a Dole Whip? Because they sell those outside yes. of the park. Okay. I have. So had a Dole, Dole Whip is like soft serve pineapple, mm-hmm. right? A citrus swirl is the same, but with orange. Oh, okay. But because the Florida citrus growers like. Okay. <coughs> okay. So it's so orange you get cream saucer, basically. Basically. Orange. Okay. It's not, but like the orange part's not ice cream. It's like sherbet. Almost. Okay. Okay. It's delicious. Of course. And it is. Orange Bird is adorable. <laughs> but Orange Bird and Figment on so much merchandise. You can get clothing you can get stuffed animals they have um magic bands which are like the rfid way that you get through the park and stuff Mm -hmm. these days it's your hotel ticket it's your fast pass ticket you can use it to you can link it to your credit card and you can use it to buy stuff while you're in the park um so there's orange bird magic bands there's figment magic bands there's special sippers that they'll release in the park which is again another ridiculous fandom thing that people go crazy for they do like limited edition like shaped cups and stuff so you're telling me disney has a kfc bucket it's not really a bucket (laughs) but it's still a limited edition kfc bucket yeah basically okay people go crazy People, people are crazy. People go crazy. Um, well, I don't know. How much toilet paper do you have in your basement right now? <laughs> a normal amount of toilet paper. A normal amount of toilet paper. Imagine I always, that. I always buy my toilet paper from Costco. <laughs> so I have a Costco amount of toilet paper. Okay. Well, so a slightly larger than average amount of toilet paper, unless you are a Costco person, and then it's a normal amount. Right, it's the smallest amount they sell at Costco. It's the only amount they sell at Costco. So, the fact that they they put these parks-only characters on so much merchandise makes it that much more perplexing about, like, some of these other characters. That you can't get a bolt? Right. 
Yeah, so Bolt, like, basically doesn't exist when it comes to Disney merchandising until they, like, started this Disney Babies line. Um, I think Disney Babies has been around for a really long time. I can remember, like, as a kid, my mom's friends having babies, and they would have, like, nurseries with, like, Baby Mm -hmm. Mickey and Baby Minnie and Mm -hmm. whatever. So I think it's, like, an offshoot of that line. Um, they have, like, these little plush babies in, like, wrapped in blankets. Essentially, like, what you would imagine a stork is carrying a baby in. Oh, okay. So they have Bolt in that line. And they have Pegasus from Hercules and also Flower from Bambi, which are so weird, right? The flower. The skunk? Flower is the skunk, yes. (laughs) And, like, Pegasus from Hercules doesn't actually even have a name. It's just Pegasus from Hercules, right? Uh, uh, So, but that's the only place you'll see both. Looking at that line brought me to the attention of, like, these other two weird characters (laughs) that have this weird cult following. They're Marie from the Aristocats. Okay. And Angel from Lilo and Stitch, the sequels. Not even the first, not even the original, not even, like, the... The wide release version of Lilo and Stitch. So, Marie is the little white kitten. Mm-hmm. There's a Disney baby plush wrapped in a blanket of her. And then Angel is a pink alien that looks essentially like Stitch right. wrapped in a thing. But both of these characters have so much more merchandise available. But, so they're both big in the parks in Japan, but they do also still appear in the like American parks, which is just so weird to me because, like, I, I I suppose, like, I'll give the Aristocats, like, a little bit of leeway because, especially now with, like, Disney+, Plus, a lot of that is becoming more, like, Visible kids these days and, now right. know more about it than they did previously. But, like, Angel from Lilo and Stitch is just so weird because she's not in anything. She's not in any of the actual original release films. Right. But she has her own... Um, Oh, wait, no. Marie has her own manga. Manga? Is that right? Manga? Uh-huh. Manga? <laughs> I've never said it out loud. She has her own series in Japan called Miria and Marie. And there's apparently, like, an international... or uh, There's a cat day in Japan on February 22nd, but Disney makes that, like, Marie Day. I wonder sometimes about the Japanese and their holidays, to be honest, but cat day. <laughs> so the thing that is then even more interesting about those characters, if you go to shopdisney.com, it's Disney's like website version of their stores, right? They will have these like pre-set up Um, pages for characters with like a banner created for the character and it'll bring up like all of the merchandise for that character okay and they have them for movies too okay marie and angel both have dedicated sites okay bolt does not have a dedicated site bolt has nothing figment orange bird all the princesses have sites but not megara or kita all the normal movies that you would expect to have sites have sites. But Treasure Planet and Atlantis do not. Shocker. But the Cars sequel, Planes, does. Well, Planes do- was direct... Or, no, Planes mm-hmm, that was, was in not. the theater. Frozen 2 is the first um, uh, screen release sequel for Disney. Really? Everything else has been direct RTV, video. huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah. Why no Treasure Planet or Atlantis, though? I'm I don't right. know. It's because the only merchandise they have for those two things is the video, like the actual movie. The only thing you can purchase on the Shop Disney website for those two things is the movie itself. I just, I am not sure why those movies don't get any attention. Bolt? I, I know why Bolt doesn't yeah, get I mean, any attention. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. No, Disney didn't give we, it attention when it was being created, either. I mean, well, let's be honest. We sort of talked about it. Mostly we talked about other things because there wasn't even anything to talk about with right. that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. And that's why we titled this episode Disney What the Fuck, because we don't know. Right? All right, keep going. 
So I just want to leave you with one final thing. And I know we talked about how I may be more sensitive to terrifying characters than other people. But I have one in particular that I want to point out that I think is terrifying to everybody. It's the fairy godmother masked character in Tokyo Disney. And I want you all to just take a moment. We'll post a picture of it. Yeah, just go look it up. It is, it is. Holy shit. The most terrifying character that has ever existed. It's basically, it looks like a skin mask. Like, um, the guy from, uh, Halloween. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe like a Halloween mask. Uh Like the Jason. Yes. Voorhees mask. Or, um, Chainsaw Massacre. Like, it (laughs) It is. It looks like they skinned a person and they put their face on. And that's this character, right? Am I like overreacting or no? no? It's, you are it's no, truly, not. truly terrifying. Uh, I, I'm, I'm with you on this one. And I just wanted to leave you with that, that thought and that picture, and there you go. No, we're not going to leave you with that because that's just <laughs> cruel and unusual. We promised to at least talk a little bit about oh, Princess Tiana. and the Frog, Tiana. Mm-hmm. So there's really not much to mention, but in a good way. Because she is featured as prominently as other princesses in the parks. She's in parades. She's at meet and greets. She's at dining experiences. Um, She has the full um, merchandising dragon behind her. You can be dressed up as her, I believe, at Bippity Boppity Boutique. Like, you her, Mm -hmm. her costume is available. Like, she is as available as the other princesses. Maybe not on the level, like, obviously princesses are tiered by popularity. Mm -hmm. Like, Cinderella is probably always going to be the number one princess. Um, Maybe have been taken over by uh, Elsa. But, Cinderella, Snow White, the classics are always the biggest. Um, And then you get, like, Merida. Not as common. She only has, like, one option at Bippity Boppity Boutique. But that's okay. She's still there. Like, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's available. Um, But, yeah. So, Tiana is as widely available as all the other princesses in the parks. That's good. At Mm -hmm. least she is. I Mm -hmm. would... Considering she's the only black princess, it would be... yeah. And then I would say Prince Naveen appears as much as any of the princes are going to appear. They're not, they're not big draws. They, they're mainly going to show up in special events paired with Uh a princess in parades. Uh Um, It's just not how Disney works. Princesses are the bread and butter. And they're allowed to be, I suppose. (laughs) Alrighty, well is that all we have then that's everything i have for disney okay so then we should talk about hiatus i suppose yeah yeah we've kind of both looked at our lives as they are right now and i'm struggling i can't edit at the moment um with my kid around all the time every day and I'm teaching him things because I'm his teacher now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a struggle. And editing is clearly very deep work. You need to be able to get into it and do it in a flow and do it for a while. And I can't, I mean, I've structured my life this way over a lot of years. <laughs> so my 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. work hours. <laughs> allow me that kind of deep work time yeah yeah well i mean plus i don't know about you but like uh, my podcast listening has gone way down i have a whole list of things that i want to listen to but my main listening times were when i was driving in my car or sitting at my desk and working because i was the only person in my house or in my office and there that's not happening right now like the substantiveness of my life hasn't changed that much and yet a great deal of it really has so I I'm not listening to podcasts I haven't been doing um I'm 
pretty fucking lazy first thing in the morning because <laughs> I am a night owl. Well, sure. And so, you know, I roll out of bed between 8 and 9 in the morning, most mornings, and bark at my children to leave me alone for two hours <laughs> while I go try and get my head right. And <laughs> sometimes that will involve, like, reading books or doing study work. Sometimes it just involves a lot of Reddit and Facebook scrolling, and I'll be really honest, it's been a lot of Reddit and Facebook scrolling. This is not an easy time for any of us right now. And the things that were normal, even in normal times, right? Mm -hmm. They're just, they're not normal right now. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, I think we both have agreed that we would have a hard time creating content right now without... Without talking about yeah. this every mm-hmm. single episode. And we don't want... I don't want to listen to it. No. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I More importantly, I don't want those episodes to be that legacy either because right. we're only re- because we're only recording a movie once. I do not want to have to come back 2 years from now and go, "Oh, hey, listen to how we managed to make all 10 of these episodes mm-hmm. about the coronavirus instead yeah. of the movies we were supposed to being re- supposed to being reviewed." Right. Yeah. So with that said, I think we've decided at this point to take a hiatus. Um, We've tentatively decided on beginning of May. Uh, The first episode would be the first Monday morning in May. I think that, which by the way, would be the secret life of pets. Mm -hmm. Which we recorded pre- craziness right so so continuity wise for us how how do we go that because the episodes we're recording right now that we're trying really hard to not make about corona are months Mm -hmm. down the line in the schedule for us it's just i mean at this point in time we have how many episodes of old content mm-hmm. that you can, doesn't talk about coronavirus that doesn't talk about coronavirus at all. well no okay so we did do tangled so technically we talk about we have corona. an episode where we talk about corona yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah otherwise we have some 30 episodes that we have published and 27 this is episode 27 mm-hmm. you can go and listen to those other 27 of a quieter more sane kind of time yes and we're gonna take this time to hopefully be able to bring you content that's not depressing i have to say i am mostly at overwhelm at this point in time yeah with the information. And we don't want to pile that on you guys anymore. No. Than anybody else is doing. That's that's noise. I'm not mm-hmm. interested in contributing to the noise. So, we are going to come back with um, The Secret Life of Pets, All Dogs Go to Heaven, Don Bluth, none of which... We'll talk about Corona. <laughs> they will talk about some unpleasant things. I mean, this but is our just... podcast here. Like, let's let's be real. They're not going to be great. <laughs> well, right. But, well, it'll be fun when we do it. I'm specifically <laughs> looking at those three going, oh, my God. Well, they're not about Corona, they're not really... <laughs> happy-go-lucky episode. I think we liked The Secret Life of Pets in the We end. liked the movie. Let's say that. Yeah. We liked the and movie. We don't... we don't talk about a whole lot else in that one, I don't think, except yeah. the movie. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. a nice departure. Yeah, I mean, we do a little comparison of Louis C.K. and uh, Patton Oswalt, but we don't, we don't harp on it for too long, and we move on and talk about the movie. 
It's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So if you have park appearances for us, that is what we are looking for at this point in time. We're looking for characters who show up in other Disney parks that are park specific. Um, and you can call us at 402-885-4875 or email us latchkeymovies at gmail.com. We're also, these days, I guess especially, on Facebook <laughs> and Instagram, feel free to connect with us there. We're we, totally going to ignore you on Twitter, though. We're totally going <laughs> to ignore you on Twitter. We have a Twitter account, but we're still going to ignore you there because... <laughs> it's just not safe there. No. It's never been safe. It will never be safe again. <laughs> um, we would appreciate it, though, if you know someone who needs some distraction. You can pass this along. You should also check in with your friends as much as you possibly can. I am a, a hermit by practice, and even this has been difficult for me. So I cannot imagine how all you extroverts are doing right now. People who need to leave their houses. Yeah. We're thinking of you. And we hope that you are well. And we will talk to you soon. Yes. Bye. Bye.